This is the Cent Sensei podcast, where we help you make sense of investments and financial markets, where we help you make sensible financial choices. I am your host, Ndwati Karanja. When stairs are built correctly, the steps are spaced in such a way that when you're walking up them or when you're walking down those stairs, you instinctively know where the next step is. Even if you have your eyes closed, when it's built properly, your foot is going to find a step where you expect it. However, when this flight of stairs is not built properly, and imagine you're going down that flight of stairs in the dark, it is possible for you to lift up your leg and then to bring it down and you find that there is no step where you expect it because they are not spaced in a natural way. Insurance-linked investments can feel like those stairs that have not been spaced uh, the way you expect them to be spaced and you're going down that flight of stairs in the dark. These products have the potential to trip up your financial plans if you do not understand how they work right now they are very common and examples of them include education funds and because of how long term these types of investments are and the amount of money you're going to have contributed into the fund it is important for you to understand how it works before you sign that contract therefore in this episode we are going to talk about how an insurance linked investment works what the pain points are going to be in that investment and when if ever you should invest in one so how does uh insurance linked investment work first of all we need to understand the purpose of this kind of product it is meant to help you achieve a financial target with a degree of certainty and therefore the first thing about an insurance linked investment is that you are assured of an amount at the end as i said an education fund is this kind of uh, investment and what usually happens is that you decide how much you would like to have let's say by the time your child is going to college let's use the figure of you would like to have two million to pay for college by the time they're going to college and let's use the example of 20 years from now so you have that uh, specific target that uh, two million that you'd like to have 20 years from now what the insurance or investment company does is that it sells your product where you're going to be contributing a certain amount every month and in exchange for those contributions you are going to receive that amount at the end of uh, those 20 years the next thing that uh, the insurance linked uh, investments usually have is that they often have an aspect of life insurance attached to them and uh, the purpose of this is to help you achieve that target in case of something happens to you still using the example of the education fund in case you pass away before those 20 years are up because of the life insurance aspect in the product the company is going to pay out that amount that you are targeting to have 
at the end. Sometimes not only does it have a life insurance aspect, it might also have a disability insurance aspect uh, attached to it. For example, if you become disabled and you can't work, then you have pretty much what you're targeting to have. Therefore, whenever you are presented with an insurance-linked investment, do not think of it as an investment per se. Think of it as an insurance because that is exactly what it is. When you do not understand that this is more of an insurance than an investment, that is where you come into the difficulties that are involved in this type of financial product. From the people that I've interacted with and uh, that have bought this type of financial product, the pain point usually comes from the fact that at the beginning, when uh, the agent who sold them that insurance-linked investment sold it to them, the agent did not disclose some aspects of uh, this kind of investment that make it an insurance and uh, once people realize those aspects later it becomes very painful for them it it actually disrupts their financial plans and there are two main pain points that you're going to experience if you are not aware of them when you invest in this kind of product the first pain point is that because it is an insurance, you cannot fail to pay those monthly contributions. Imagine if it was an investment, you can decide this month whether you're going to invest into that thing or not. However, because it is an insurance, you must keep making those payments over that period of time that you have committed to making those payments. For example, if you've committed to this product for 20 years, you need to make monthly payments to that product for 20 years in order for you to get that amount that has been assured at the end. In case you fail to pay those payments, it is usually possible for you to either lose either most of the money or quite a significant amount of the money that you have been putting into that investment. And therefore, you need to understand that those contributions that you are making into the insurance-linked investment are more of premiums than savings. The next pain point that you are going to experience is the fact that uh, quite a number of them usually have a lock-in period where you cannot decide to terminate that uh, product and receive anything out of it. There are some that have a locking period of one year where you need to keep contributing. If you fail to continue contributing for that one year, then all the amount that you had put in during that one year disappears. Others have a longer locking period. For example, I, I know of one that has a locking period of five years. And th so for those five years, you need to keep contributing into that product otherwise if you default for a while you, you end up losing all the amount that you've been putting into the product for five years therefore it is not a liquid uh, liquid product you can not just uh, decide to terminate it and then withdraw what you have been putting into it because remember this is more 
of an insurance than an investment. Therefore, those are the two things that uh, are going to be pain points if you do not understand from the very beginning. Now that you understand those two aspects, then you're in a position to understand when you would invest in this product. Therefore, when should you invest in an insurance-linked investment? First of all, you invest in it when you need that assurance, when you absolutely need to have that money with you 20 years from now. For example, when you're planning for your children's education, it is pretty possible to make a good estimate of how much they are going to need when they go to college. And therefore, if you're in a position where you have children who are dependent on you and you must have that money in the future, then in that situation, an insurance-linked investment might make sense to you. The next situation where you would invest in an insurance-linked investment is when you have achieved that kind of stability where you can keep up with uh, those payments. For because as we said uh, earlier, you need to keep up with those payments every month for you to get that amount that you have been assured. Therefore, think into the future. You're going to need to keep contributing for the next 20 years. Are you in a position for the amount that uh, you have been asked to keep sending in every month? Are you in a position to send that money with a degree of uh, certainty over the next 20 years? This third situation when you would buy an insurance linked investment is when your portfolio can bear the reduced return because you cannot be assured of uh, an amount in the future and expect the contributions that you're making into the product to earn a high return for example if you are investing let's say 10,000 shillings every month for the next 20 years, you are likely to receive about four to five million in assurance. That is the amount that they, they will probably assure you that you will receive. However, if you saved the same amount, 10,000 shillings per month into a bond fund, you are likely, because of the higher returns that you will get from the bond fund, you're likely to have at about 7.7 uh, million at the end of that 20-year uh, period. So that is a quite a significant amount, uh, almost 2.7 million. And therefore, you need to ask yourself, is the assurance that you're looking for worth that amount uh, that you're going to forego in terms of return. Therefore, think of those three things when you are thinking of getting an insurance-linked product. So in conclusion, an insurance-linked investment is basically more of an insurance than an investment. You are being assured of an amount in the future and in exchange for that assurance, you are going to keep contributing a certain amount of money every month. Remember, if you default on those amounts of uh, money that you're supposed to be making in every month, it is possible for you to lose part or totally all the amount that 
you have been contributing and uh, the times that you buy this kind of product is when you need the assurance when you have achieved the stability to be making those monthly payments and finally when your portfolio can bear the reduced returns that you get from uh, that kind of product the worst thing that you can do in uh, when it comes to your finances is to save for five to ten years and then one day you wake up and you find that things are not what you have thought they were therefore every time you're being sold a financial product of any kind you need to understand how it works you need to ask as many questions as you possibly can anytime you are going to commit to something that is a long-term thing you need to be pretty sure about what you are getting into and therefore do not assume the person who's selling that product to you is on your side ask as many questions as possible and it's going to save you a lot of heartache in the future this has been the sense sensei podcast we release new episodes on wednesdays and fridays please subscribe and leave a comment on your favorite podcast provider i am Ndwati karanja until next time